You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from the Lakers Fast Break. Inside Sports Fantasy Football, also as well Game Source, and of course Pop Culture Cosmos. Want to go ahead and give us a five-star review if you can. We truly appreciate it. If you can like, support, share, follow, whatever you can do to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, we truly appreciate it. A win is a win is a win is what I will say. I will take it any way I can get it. As I told Laker Tom before, doesn't matter how ugly or pretty it is, when you take it to the dance, it's always a win. And the Lakers did win tonight, 103 to 101 with the last, uh, I should say, down to the wire shot by LeBron James put back of his own shot. And of course, some stellar defense at the end, not only on Kawhi, but also Paul George showing that in certain moments, he could still give you classic LeBron. So anybody out there that wants to go ahead and say he can't do it anymore, or he hasn't got it anymore, or he just doesn't want to do it anymore, you know what? He can play the D that you can go ahead and, and count upon when the time is needed in a playoff or final scenario. But there's much to discuss today, and I've got two guys with me right now to talk the NBA season being back, and of course, the Lakers winning. First off, he's the blog editor of Lakerholics.com. you got to go ahead and check out all of his work today at Lakerholics.com. It is Jamie Sweet, and Jamie, I like those words, Lakers win. I have the best words you can hear on a day like today, man. Far better than Clippers upset Lakers on nobody's court out whatsoever. You know, no home court really. Although it was Laker graphics on the uh, big boards. And that um, slight little murmur—they still use the video game music. But you know what? It wasn't directly on the broadcast, right. so I right. will let it slide. And then, okay, right. you guys, okay, soon Laker Tom. Let's get Laker Tom involved. I know him as Tom Wong, but you know him as the mastermind behind LakerHolics.com. It is Laker Tom. And before you do your John Sterling impersonation, we got to go ahead and do this. That virtual crowd thing tonight, we got to go ahead and have those fake arms coming out from us like that. You know, the fake arms. If you saw the fake Behind arms. Behind the free throw line. Yeah, exactly. You know, because, you know, everybody, they digitized all the arms of the people in there. And seemingly, it just, you know, just did not look real. Uh, and then, oh, I love also the fact that, you know, during some of the key moments of the game, it showed everybody looking at their TV. So all the crowd is going like this. <laughs> there, and so, you know, it wasn't perfect, but I'm going to give the NBA a lot of props. 
They did a heck yep. of a job tonight. They deserve all the credit in the world. And they created two last second just exciting games, both in Zion's return in New Orleans and Utah, and also as well with the Lakers tonight. But our focus is on the Lakers game tonight, of course. A little bit to discuss, so let's go into it right now. Laker Tom, you're you first. I know you want to go ahead and yeah. All right. You wanted Jamie to do it. You actually tweeted me to do it, but we ain't gonna do it. So if you want to do it, the floor is yours right Lakers now. Lakers win. <laughs> I'll have to practice my John Sterling, but uh, uh yeah, okay. I'll well, actually be getting onto the uh Yankees uh score thing that you're the end of that game since uh, Aaron Judge hit a three-run homer to take him out for an eight-to-six win. But um, I got to tell you guys, when I sat down for the game, I was really just a nervous wreck. <laughs> Usually I'm pretty calm, and I promised my wife I wouldn't yell. I immediately broke that promise about 20 times, you know, and I, I'm going to have to apologize grossly to her all the next couple of days for well, all of the screaming what, that I did. My daughter – Told me the same thing. My uh, not non basketball fan daughter told me, no screaming tonight, Dad, or else I will not be the happiest person on earth. So instead, I made a lot all, of things the, to I made all this game. the Jim Carrey just just you know just movements just crazy as much as I could because <laughs> it was nervous time. A lot of great performances today. A lot of things we need to discuss. Jamie, your initial thoughts on the game itself and how it went down. I mean, what what also what got us the big lead and also almost lost us the game in that third quarter was our defense. When it didn't show up to start the third quarter, Clippers, and really, to be honest, in the middle of the second half was really when the game started to kind of look like it could turn, go either way. The Clippers oh, were down by 11. There quickly. But the uh, Laker defense, like you said, LeBron, he can turn it on when he needs to turn it on. And that's kind of all you need. Like, as long as, you know, I, I still feel like we're going to miss Avery Bradley big time. Um, you know, Caruso's game, but he's he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't get calls. He's not quite as savvy as, as, as Bradley is. Maybe got to make his free throws, man. He's, he's almost maybe too tough. Like, he stands his ground almost too well so that he doesn't get calls. He's or he earn, gets called for the He's going to, and this is the whole team as a whole. They have to hit at least some percentage of respectability from the outside. There were several individuals, Danny Green, Caruso, several individuals who could not hit their shots. But the Lakers did have two players. I'm not talking the superstars because we'll get into the superstars a little bit later. But there were two players that did step up today, and they were Kyle Kuzma and Deion Waiters. So Waiters. The guys in the article I wrote today. But you are, you know what? You can go officially. You're on that ferry. You're going on to Waiters Island yep. right now. I can see you building a home there. Proof That's the all in Waiters good. Island. Okay. He's the ferryman to Waiters Island. Uh, well, listen, the main thing I want to really give credit for, Kuzma came out and he showed again that he's fixed his broken three-point shot. I think he went four or seven and a couple of really clutch yeah. shots there. Because he did everything but in rhythm. His defense well, on. on Kawhi in the second half. Was the game turnaround, yes. man? Yes. He shot him down. He twice scored nine points in the entire second half. That's what and I want to touch upon over because and over. he t- he acts this defense in that fourth quarter. First quarter looked a little rough. I'm going to be honest yep. with you. Uh, he started getting those happy feet again, and also as well he started doing a little bit too much. You know, with that's his first couple misses. He's like he hit his first one. 
Then he started going a little bit three-point shot, uh, three point shot happy, missed a couple in a row, and then you're thinking to yourself, oh, my gosh, he's going to lose his confidence. Well, he, he, he hesitated, too. He, he, but, he didn't take what? a couple of wide-open shots and instead tried to stutter step and so yeah. forth. And he as I was writing in, as yeah. I was writing in the article, a big thing about the difference in what he's doing now is his shot selection. He is taking catch-and-shoot you know, shots rather than shots off of the bounce, and he's taking more corner threes. Um, and he his percentages for the year for corner threes and 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 shot and catch and shoot threes uh, from the top of the break are all very good. So you know he he really came through. But man, his defense there was at least a half a dozen times in the second half where he forced Kawhi to give up the ball and didn't let him get a shot off. Looked a little rough um, in the first half, but you know what? He looked outstanding. He looked like the player that everybody is hoping for in that second half, made great decisions. You know what? If yep. he misses the shot, that's okay. If he makes a good decision or if he misses he a pass. way or, down in the second yeah. half. Go ahead, Jamie. No, he settled way down in the second half. You're absolutely right. Yeah. He felt so much more comfortable, I think, within the confines of the whole team scheme. I was surprised he wasn't in there at I the was end. For 16 points, the second best scorer on the team. But I was surprised he wasn't in there. But you know what? I'm glad that you know at the end. But uh, you know he he did play an integral role. Dion Waiters also defensive skill. Yep. Uh, that's an issue. I think that that we that's why you can't keep him out there for long stretches. But offensively, the things he can do and create in the offense for himself makes him a liable threat to go ahead and get you buckets and get you points off the bench that you yep. sorely need. Got 27 points from the two of them, and that, and they were critical. Yep. Um, some good play. I mean, it's just such a big difference when you think about it, not only for this championship, but the decisions that the Lakers are going to have to make in the offseason. Um, because they pick up one guy off of the dump heap, in waiters and they, and they get a guy like Kuzma, who's already been traded a dozen times in almost everybody's book. And now all of a sudden those two guys, they could be the 25 and the 27, 28 year old guy to play with 27 year old Anthony Davis in a post LeBron Lakers team. And we didn't have anybody that fell into that category other than Caruso, who was the main reason I was yelling all game long, man. I mean, Three missed free throws. Um, I know. Two missed threes. He made a he made a great defensive play at the end, and I was just so happy for him. Um, but it wasn't a great game for for Alex. You know, he made one good play. I thought he had some great passes. I thought he did. I think because like when Bradley was on the team, he was really played a lot more off ball. And with Bradley off, he kind of anchored and Rondo. He has to play point guard, which he, during the regular season we didn't really have to rely on. Yeah, he doesn't have great. He's not a great. He's not. He doesn't have great instincts passing the ball. He's a much better off the ball player than they're, they're adequate guy with the ball. Well, the decisions it's, it's that he's making, tenacity and defense. his rotations, not having his hand up on several occasions, was unlike him. I thought that was very surprising. Yeah, Green Lakers, hit two threes that he basically left them alone in the corner. Yeah, he gave up the, the, the Lakers to need to worry about their their letting too many three pointers up right now. Their their three point percentage defensively. Since they've come back, as I've told you before earlier this week, in fact, actually last week, I'm sorry, after their first game and their second game, it's still an issue where they need to go ahead and defend the three a little bit better. Uh, Caruso, like I said, struggled overall. Mm -hmm. Dwight struggled badly. Yeah. 
Yeah, just it's, it's just something that I think that he hopefully will go ahead and be a little bit more consistent, and that's all you're asking for. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character driven and the stakes are high and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past 10 years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide seven days a week or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or on over 30 more podcast outlets. But again, LeBron not having a typical LeBron game, you're still able to go ahead and get the win. Uh, I mean, and AD, AD, yeah, well, AD, AD is the man. Well, well, at the front of the free throw line, because you got to commit. He made the Clippers. He put them in such a bind because he gave, he got them all in foul trouble. Virtually, so many players he got in foul trouble. Got to the line, made all of his free throws. Because if you're talking about his game from out on the floor, doesn't look very aesthetic from there. Outside of those couple three pointers he hit back to back, he didn't. He didn't shoot well from the field. Basically, no, that's what I'm Neither saying. That's what I'm saying. And then LeBron uh, was struggling overall until the very end when it, we he just decided to turn up a notch, which is a good thing for the fans out there to realize. You know what? He can turn it up a notch in when it counts, when it's needed. But overall, there's still some concern. And if you're a Clippers fan out there, you still have very much right to say, you know what, the Clippers have every bit of chance because when you don't have Lou Williams in the lineup, and you PG, don't have Montrezl PG was lights out tonight. Yeah, he and, and that's impressive. the key. They will go as far as PG takes them. Not Kawhi, because yeah. Kawhi is going to give you consistently great performance. He's one of the best players on the planet. Uh, I know he's a, he's a Clipper, but – there's a reason why we wanted him so much on the Lakers is because he's just so good. And when you have PG playing like that and shooting so well, it is so tough to beat the Clippers. And without that, yeah. you're, you're, it's really tough. Jamie, I want to hear your thoughts, though, on the Clippers. If you're a Clippers fan out there, you've got to be enthused by it. And, and you know, you can still talk as much smack as you want Lakers because – Right now, even with two men down, you almost won that game. Yeah, but I mean, the Lakers said the same thing back on Christmas, and nobody really paid that much attention because you know the the final score in both the first two games was not indicative of how close either of all of those games, except for this one, right. wasn't really. The score didn't reflect how close the game was through four quarters. Um, and know, then also, I, I say how that bad I, the Lakers shot as well. Agreed. And, you know, when you get Lou and Montrell, Montrez back, uh, you know, that means somebody else has to sit. I mean, you can only play five guys. Uh, you can only go so small. Uh, you, you know, so if it's not going to be, you know, Jermichael Green, uh, then it'll be Trez. You know, there's, they're only going to have so many guys out there. I mean, it gives Doc Rivers more options. I think Doc will be the happiest Clipper fan. Uh, well, having, Doc, having Doc really, for, 
for any. I thought Doc made a major mistake in um, not in taking both Paul George and Kawhi out of the game um, at that point in the in the second in the second quarter because basically the Lakers really stretched that out and and, and had a good lead as a result of that. Um, and that was one thing that that I thought in the article I wrote. I, I made the big point that I I think that. Frank Vogel outcoached uh, both Budenhauser and Doc Rivers in when we swept that weekend sweep against the Bucks and the Clippers, and I thought tonight that uh, that his rotations were better, his decisions were better than uh, than Doc's, and you just basically cannot have Kawhi. You can't have you can't have Reggie Jackson as being your main threat on the floor, and they went you went to a stretch. They, they really paid the price for that. It goes back, Tom, to the foul trouble that they got into. When you're when you're put into that context where PG picked up those fouls and then your your front court first you know, a lot, a lot of players there got a lot of fouls to Michael Green, if uh, Zubots, you know, they they all got in foul trouble. I mean, that creates a lot of problems, so you're going to have to rely more on Reggie Jackson, who in spurts did very good for them. But, again, it's a situation with a lot of players in the league that are coming off the bench for you. They do great in spurts, but when you ask for extended minutes, their weaknesses start to yeah. show. Yeah, you know, I, I, I tend to think that uh, this was a big win for the Lakers because it's the only game of the eight games that really counts, you know. We've got a five and a half game lead. Now we got a six and a half game lead. So they essentially what, got the first win one more game, and they'll they'll have to lose. You know, yeah. even if they swept the rest of their games, it's almost impossible for them. They win two more games, and it's all over. They can do whatever yeah. they want with their remaining games. So they essentially won it tonight. They essentially won it tonight. Get in shape. They essentially won won the conference tonight. I think. I mean, six and a half game lead with seven to play. I don't think that's right. going to go ahead and anybody at this point in time challenge them. For the Clippers, you're just looking to get into somewhere between that second and third seed because they don't really care. I mean, the virtual fan thing does not provide you a really, as we saw tonight, no. a home court <laughs> advantage. In well, we didn't itself. get the calls, I'll tell you that. Every close call goes against or the replays. Yeah. Exactly. Replay. I know. I there was one other. There was one other thing that I found interesting in the game, which was that, or really encouraging from the Lakers standpoint, which is to have that eleven point lead, or actually I think it was fifteen or 13. sixteen, at one, 13, thirteen at one point in time, yeah. to have a thirteen point lead and then go down by eleven. I know. Um, uh, and then to come back the way we did and take over the game, so that we controlled it going all the way down to the wire, uh, that was impressive. And and. Uh, and the other thing about it is that not only did Dwight become unimportant the same as he was during the Bucks and, and Clippers game in March, games in March when we swept them on that weekend, but you could see that the moves that were made with Anthony Davis was he was playing the five when he came in and LeBron went to the bench. There was none of this messing around with trying to go with two big guys in there and so forth. AD basically was playing the five. Um, we were, and and that's when we played well. And I think Morris played I like five see, minutes. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at the stats from an yeah, NBA. Uh, if, if you played five minutes, I'll be surprised. Of what? Marquis, uh, Marcus Morris. If you played, yeah, five, five minutes. 
Well, Marcus zeroed out. I don't think I don't remember Marcus making no, point either. I think the Morris brothers got zilch for that evening. But our problem has always been what happens when LeBron's off the floor. We didn't have that problem tonight because of Anthony Davis and because we played played him at the five. And and you know that with three with four other shooters on the floor, he's a much harder thing. He's a much harder cover for defenders. Uh, than if you've got JaVale down there. Although JaVale played well when he was in the game. But, boy, Dwight, Dwight had a terrible game. It's not a bad scrimmage. He hasn't he hasn't come into the bubble with a, the right, the same frame of mind. I feel yeah, like yeah there's been a couple articles about his, about the how he had avoided any faux pas up until the bubble. And then, then his comments, you know, all of a sudden he starts spouting a bunch of Kyrie Irving, you know, theories and stuff. Flatter. He's on the right team to have a little bit of a uh, of a departure. Like it, it, he'll get there. It's a weird. It's weird for everybody. So I'm, I'm willing to yeah. give everybody a little bit of leash. I think it increases the chances that Boogie will be on the team next year instead of him. Well, guys, it's been great talking about. It. I want to hear some final thoughts though on this game, uh, Laker Tom. Before I hit it over to Jamie Sweet, I'm going to go ahead and get, hit you first. Your final thoughts on the game. Again, not a great performance like the, like the uh, for LeBron. Until the very end, that's when he really showed what he has. Uh, great performances by Kawhi and PG, thwarted by an awesome, awesome performance by Anthony Davis. And Kyle Kuzma. And, and um, Kyle if I had Kuzma. To, if I had to give game, game ball, obviously, went to AD. Um, and, you know, and I think Barkley's right in, in a big sense. When the, La- when, they, when the Lakers play the Clippers, those two best wing defenders in the league are make it tough on LeBron. It's hard for him to get going, especially the way they clog up the middle. Um, but the difference maker is AD because they don't have anybody who can really cover him. Um, and then second, the second ball that I'd give out would, would be to Kyle Guzma, 16 points and, and, and stellar, stellar fourth quarter defense on, on Kawhi Leonard that I think was a key to the game. Um, so those are my, those are my two game balls for the Lakers win. And, and then, thank God they did. Thank God they won. I'd, I'd, had, I'd have had a horrible night. Uh, I probably wouldn't be sleep all night long if the Clippers had upset us. Uh, it was just heartbreaking, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm going to have a heart attack at the, at the rate that this no, season no, started off one's with. One's enough. One's enough. So, Jamie, before we head on out, I want you to hear some final thoughts with, uh, with you on the Lakers uh, game tonight. How encouraged by you, by the, the awesome Lakers win tonight, and the fact that we are now playing NBA basketball. Super, super stoked that we're playing NBA basketball. I was writing my post, uh, that's how I'm leading it off, that it's just great to have it. I mean, games, I mean, obviously we watch scrimmage games, watching old games, but, you know, to see, you know, the, you the, 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 the playing for something uh, is what is most exciting. Uh, in terms of, like, the Lakers play, I was very much encouraged by waiters. It was great to see Kuzma keep, start to show what the coaches have been saying he's been doing in practice, which they kind of said at the beginning of the season, didn't show it in the real reason, the real season. Hopefully he can put it together here at the end. And, uh, you know, we're going as far as LeBron and AD takes us. That's, that's no mystery. That's no surprise. That's no great insight. Uh, it's just, it's just plain facts, man. So nice to see them win. Great to, great to get it off on the right foot, essentially locking up, you know, the number one seed with a win and, uh, you know, it'll allow Frank Vogel to maybe give some of the other guys a little bit of burn. Uh, if we lock yeah. up that seed super early in. And we only, they only, sure played, we only played the superstars 34 minutes a game on both sides, so it wasn't, yeah, but it I mean, wasn't it like we went to playoff mode. Yeah. Right, 
right, right. Or let them, yeah. How they they know them they know themselves best. I trust that all to work itself out. But it'll give us the luxury of being able to choose what we want to do at the time. Yeah. Well, before we head on out, guys, I want to ask real quickly, what are you guys up to with Lakerholics.com? I'm going to tell everybody out there for Lakers Fast Break, we have uh, at least 25, that's right, 25 <laughs> podcasts this month based on the NBA bubble previews and, and thoughts on the NBA bubble and everything that went on. So if you can check out our entire list of podcasts we have done this month, you want to check out the Lakers Fast Break channel anywhere you get your podcast. Plus, also as well, you can go ahead, if you have a question for us, add Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. And please, once again, if you get a chance, give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us as far as getting people, our, our name out there and getting everybody interested in what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. But before we head on out, guys, Jamie, Tom, I'm going to go ahead with you, Jamie, first. What are you up to at Lakerholics.com as I show everybody right now on Facebook Live? Uh, I'm about to drop a post on um, Lakerholics.com. Uh, my uh, post-game uh, five things, thoughts that I like to put together while the game's fresh in my mind. And uh, I don't – sometimes, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, what happened? I'm like, <laughs> you know. So I'm uh, going to drop five things and uh, keep uh, plugging away. Tom, how about you? Um, been doing a lot of tweeting in the last few days, and uh, we got we got some great uh, retweets of our tweets from some people with uh, big following. So hopefully that's going to drive some activity. We saw a lot more people show up at the site that had basically been taking off the season because of no basketball. So we expect things to be hot and heavy as we move through the next uh, through the rest of the seeding games and into the playoffs and. Uh, uh, Raphael is going to have, uh, I actually told him to postpone his video because I thought it was going to get lost in the shuffle of the, of the Clippers win, uh, the win against the Clippers and so forth. So he's probably going to have his uh, second video for Laker, for, uh, Laker film junkies uh, probably on Sunday. Um, I've got a couple of posts that I made uh, in the last couple of days, including the waiters and uh uh, and Kuzma post, and uh, I'll probably follow up and keep ramming that same theory down everybody's throat that that Kuzma and Waiters are keys not only to the championship this year, but also for the Lakers moving forward, especially in a possible post-LeBron uh, era where they might they might have a couple of young stars who could fit exactly right into the championship window that Anthony Davis is going to create. So. Uh, it's good news for the Lakers, and, and thank God for Laker Tom's being able to sleep the night that we won the game. <laughs> there you go. That would be a shame if Laker Tom couldn't sleep, because, you know, I would probably hear about it on Twitter, like or at least a text on my phone or something. Hey, Gerald, it's all your fault the Lakers didn't win. So, you know, that's the, I get the blame all the time. But well, we, should, we should mention that Gerald is actually in a, he's actually on the road doing this podcast and so we really appreciate the extra effort over and beyond he is he is our alex caruso and he played better than alex did tonight by coming through with this uh, podcast and so forth can so I thanks a lot paycheck? we really appreciate the effort can i have his paycheck that's all i ask <laughs> well hopefully I, I i hope he's still on the team as we move forward um no yeah Alex, Alex came through with a couple of good plays, so he resurrected it. Um, although he caused me to yell so loud, my wife could hear me several times. So 
I'll have to be careful about that. Next next thing I know, I'm going to be actually putting on Bluetooth speakers to be able to watch the game. Got to, got to put, put, put a paper bag over your mouth, Dante, so it just goes in the... Yeah, if she put a paper bag over my head, it's no problem. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, stop talking about the domestic scuffles for at least this time around because the Lakers okay. did win. Laker time, you're going to work on your John Sterling voice. Yes. Work on that John Sterling voice. I'll work on my John Sterling call for the next next post-game show. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Guys, any last thoughts? Social media, how can they get a hold of you? Any questions? Or do you just want them to go ahead and stop by Lakerholics.com? Join the celebration at Lakerholics.com tomorrow because we'll all be there. We'll all be there enjoying the win over the Clippers. Sounds good to me, guys. Once again, I have Jamie Sweet, the blog editor for Lakerholics.com, and the man himself, the guy behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. This is Gerald Glassford for the Lakers Fast Break. Once again, the Lakers do win. It's back to NBA basketball for us. The Lakers win 103-101 over the Clippers. And my goodness, that sounds real, real darn good if you're a Lakers fan indeed. Right One, two, here, three, Mamba. One, two, three, Mamba, indeed. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.